Hello there, welcome again to another episode of Laugh Out Loud, a literature and film podcast with myself, Paulo Pagdiken. In today's episode, we'll be looking at the first two books of Lawrence Hill's The Book of Negroes, along with Clement Virgo's 2015 CBC miniseries adaptation. We had an in-depth discussion in class about our respective views on what a home is and what makes a home considering Amenado Diallo's Back to Africa Odyssey. We considered how her family and the village she knew were all gone. Amenado's parents, I would argue, are her tethers to her home, and the portrayal of the death of her parents and Amenado's capture in Virgo's miniseries adaptation uses the medium well to emphasize the important loss of her family and what it means for her home. Firstly, they change the structure of things a bit in the miniseries. In the middle of their travels between Bayo and uh, the other village where Amenada's mother is to catch a baby, Famba is no longer present and her father Mamadou is the one accompanying them instead. I believe this change allows for the death of her parents to be compact yet impactful. Uh, instead of her mother dying first, then going near the village where her father dies next, as it was in the novel, having them both be murdered right after each other makes it a more gut-wrenching experience with no time to breathe, and saves more time for a miniseries as well. Uh, her village burning into the night acts as a final statement that Amenata's home is truly lost. The next thing I want to focus on is the time of day and the lighting in the miniseries. The source material has the event happening well into the night, and I believe this works in the literary sense, as nighttime tends to symbolize darkness and death. In the adaptation, it happens in the daytime, uh, most likely to make things clearer for the audience to see. However, in the spirit of the symbolism of the nighttime and what's to come for uh, Amenata, the color values change. Before the family is ambushed, the saturation and color hues have a warmer tone. The beating sun is saturated orange. The mood lean towards, leans towards a lighter one. And there is an overall atmosphere of happiness as the fire of family is burning bright. As soon as the camera pans to the shrubbery where the slave traders are waiting in ambush though, the color shift accentuates the mood shift. The color changes most noticeable when the camera pans to the lead slave trader, um, the one carrying the gun, as colors shift towards a bluish tint, a cold, haunting feeling sweeping the scene as Amenata's life faces a horrific turn. The sound design of the scene is of note as well, as Amenado's whimpering and heavy breathing is the loudest thing you hear, even when the camera pans to the captors. A haunting score underlines the fear evident in Amenado's sounds, and when the fighting starts, drums rapidly enter the fray. The silence that follows as Amenado is taken away is haunting, as she is now void of all hope with her parents dying in front of her. The shots throughout the scene are well placed as well, mostly jumping from 
intimate close-up shots between Aminata and her family to full shots of the captors as uh, they are fighting. There is one extreme long shot as the Diallo family is surrounded, showing the hopelessness in the fight that they are about to face. It should also be noted that in most of these shots, the captors' faces are obscured or are facing away, cutting the ties of human emotion in relation to them. The only shots that stay on the captors' face is at the beginning, when they are first ambushed, and when the lead slave trader arrives with his gun. I believe that this was to show both the portrayal of the lead slave trader uh, capturing his countrymen and that the other captors were forced to do this. In having such dense technical aspects in Aminata's capture scene, the miniseries was able to compactly fit her sense of loss by using the medium to its fullest potential driving home the point that Aminata's wish to return home is linked to her strong relationship with her parents. I believe we'll end here on my discussion of Hills, The Book of Negroes, and Virgo's CBC miniseries adaptation thus far. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Laugh Out Loud, a literature and film podcast with myself, Paulo Pagdican. We'll close out to the continued instrumentals of Drake's Hold On, We're Going Home.